Hello, I'm Pete Torriello. And I'm Maureen Torriello. And we are the The Sonic Sonic Boomers. The Sonic Boomers at AOL.com is our email address. And this week we're talking about, have you ever bought something because you saw it on TV? We'll call this episode as Seen on TV. That sounds like a good title. Did you ever buy anything because you saw it on a television commercial or on an infomercial? And if you are a baby boomer, and this is a particularly interesting question to me as a media guy, if you are a baby boomer, do you even respond to advertising? Does advertising sway your buying decisions? Because people in the advertising community and people in the radio and television broadcast community and the people who make movies all say that once you become over 50, you're kind of off the books. Yeah, they rate us off. You're kind of you're statistically dead. And the common misnomer is that people will say, well, they think it's, it's because baby boomers don't have any money. Well, baby boomers have money. Mm-hmm. And baby boomers have more discretionary income than any other demographic. Because why? Because by now, you're, if you're married, your kids are raised, you put them through college... All those expenses are done with, and now the money that you do have is yours to spend on what you right, want to. Right, So it's not a question of baby boomers don't have the money. The question is the perception of the advertising community and the broadcast community that baby boomers are not swayed by advertising. They become brand loyal. Mm-hmm. Well, I've always driven a... A Chrysler, and that's, I'll die driving a Chrysler. I've always been, uh, you know, a Zenith TV guy. And of course, if you can find a Zenith TV today, <laughs> God bless you. Uh, and that's what I buy. Yeah, yeah. You know, or it's, I've already got everything that I need. You know, what am I going to live? Another 10 years, 15 years, and then <laughs> my kids will have to deal with this stuff. Yeah. So these are all of the perceptions right. that are out there in the advertising community as to why they don't market us. It's just like the people that say, well, they don't play my my songs on the radio anymore. You know, how many of our friends Mm -hmm. that are baby boomers will say, well, I don't hear my songs anymore. Yeah. Well, you've aged out of the market. Not to be insulting. Right. Not to be mean. But, you know, I was a radio programmer. And I can tell you that we baby boomers have aged out of the market. That's why you don't hear the music from the 50s and the 60s. And now they're starting to pull the stuff from the 70s and the 80s. Yeah. Because the advertising age is basically teens to 49, 18 to 34, 25 to 49. Yeah. And once you're beyond that, they start pulling that stuff off if if it skews too old. So I guess what we're saying to you, our listeners today, is like, do you agree, you know, uh, or not, you know, is there perception, you know, they say perception can be reality. Is it? I'm not so sure. I know, um, you know, we've, we've bought things from uh, infomercials and from TV ads, 
and uh, and home shopping. That's the home other one. shopping. If you yeah. ever bought something or QVC, those kind of things, yeah. So I mean, I I think that you know they're being a little fast on the trigger to write us off. I think they need to maybe approach it in a slightly different way to appeal to us. Um, to you know maybe zoom in on different aspects of the products that will make it more appealing to a baby boomer. But I don't think that they should be writing us off at all. What I find troubling is the stuff that they do market to baby boomers is... Oh, yeah, like Depends, uh, Viagra... Diapers. Uh, you know... Uh, depends. Drug items. Incontinence <laughs> pads. You know, uh, prescriptions of every kind, right. Medicaid stuff, Medicare, Part A, Part I don't life even know what all that stuff uh, is. Yeah. Life insurance. And yeah. That's the stuff that they want to sell us. But they're not pitching the car ads to us. And, and I, and I kind of understand it because, like, you and I had talked about this once before. If you see the, uh, the promos for Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight mm-hmm. Show or any, any of those late right. night shows that come on at 1130, and they'll say, hey, tonight on Jimmy Fallon on NBC, we've got blah, 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 and, and blue, 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 and bleep, bleep, and music by bleep, bleep, blah. And we're like, who the hell are they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who are they? I'm, I'm, I'm like, where's Buddy Hackett? Where's Maury, where's Maury Amsterdam? I don't want to see those where's, guys either, though. You know, like, <laughs> I want something a little newer than where, that, Pete. Where, where's, where's Jaja? You know? No, no. You are really getting remember, old. Remember Merv Griffin? Ooh, ooh, Jaja. Ooh, Jaja. People don't remember Merv you Griffin. <laughs> Except that they started Jeopardy. Well, our, our audience does. I don't know about that. I think, I think there's like baby boomers part one and baby boomers part two. Yeah, and you're going towards the the older baby boomers. (laughs) (laughs) I like to be the young hip baby boomer. You know, I like to be the low end of baby boomer. But I, you know, I see these things on TV and I'm like, who are they? I don't know who these people are. Yeah, but that's you know, that that's not. I mean, that's celebrities. That's that's a whole different ballgame. But when we're talking products and things that you want to buy. That that's um, that's a different. You're mixing apples and oranges to me. Well, look when they sell the cars, and and this is one of my criticisms of advertising in general. They're not selling you the car. They're not selling the car on the virtues of the car. They're selling the car on the virtue of what kind of person this says you are. Mm-hmm. This car, you're hip, you're cool, you're successful, you have money. You're sexy. You're, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it, they don't tell you, they don't talk about, when was the last time that you heard them talk about horsepower, about the size of the engine, about the transmission, about why you want this that. car, the war, they don't even talk about the warranties anymore. Because they all have about the same, hun. There's really not much difference. The difference is in the luxury items. It, it's in the, appearance it's in the the smoothness of the ride the features that come with the car it's really not about horsepower and and, my, and that anymore. i mean i'm sorry matthew mcconaughey yeah. looking through the what are you getting all glassy eyed for <laughs> she said like, matthew mcconaughey <laughs> matthew mcconaughey in a cadillac escalade 
Yeah. Parked out in the desert somewhere. Okay, so looking, far I'm buying it. Looking through, <laughs> looking through the moonroof at the star. That does not sell the car to me. It's, why do I want this car? Because Matthew McConaughey, because Matthew McConaughey has one. Yeah. yeah. And I can be just as cool and look as snip as Mike McConaughey. It doesn't, and I, I know, any anyone in advertising is going to say, you sell the sizzle, not the steak. Yeah. I get I get it. But to me, it doesn't sell me. Well. A car. Yeah, but, but that, and that's why they've written off the baby boomers. It's all your fault. <laughs> you know, show me why I need to buy your product and because you know maybe i'll listen because matthew mcconaughey picked that one <laughs> and they, you know and then the other one that gets me is they show the people in the winter time mm-hmm. with the four and everybody's got four-wheel drive now everybody has all-wheel drive mm-hmm. come on and they show you the all-wheel drive and they show you these people driving like asshats mm-hmm. through the snow and honest to God, I don't know anybody here in Jersey that drives through the snow. You know, you're driving on the parkway. You're driving on 287. You're driving on the turnpike. Well, that's in Jersey. You know, it's like... But if you live out in Wyoming or out in the, the middle of the, the Midwest where you go for miles and miles on a highway with nothing going on, you probably do go through the snow. Hey, you drive like a jackass? There's nobody else on the road, probably. <laughs> People drive. People. I mean, drive I mean, like we jackasses have, here. We have Bordentown Avenue here in yeah. our in our township, where people drive like a jackass every single day. Yeah. So even on so on, why a, are you on a dry summer day. So why are you surprised? But, if but they... why do we want to show this on television? Why do we want to show people driving like this on t- people speeding through the snow and snow flying? Because it's and exhilarating it's, and it's exciting. But it's and not how you drive. It doesn't matter. And it's not how you should drive. It's not how you should drive, but it's exciting and it's, it's a visual image that's stimulating. What I want on these commercials it's is, you know how they, put, how they put in the fine print yeah. test track, professional driver test track, do mm-hmm. not attempt this. I want in fine print... <clears throat> Driver is an asshat <laughs> at the bottom. That's what I okay. want on the screen. Yeah, well, all right, you <laughs> yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. You do that. And when the one with Matthew McConaughey comes on, goes, your chances of getting with Matthew McConaughey, one in Google. <laughs> <laughs> but your your chance of having people look at you and say. Oh, they must have really, they must have a lot of money. Look at, they're driving the same car Matt McConaughey oh, drives. Oh, look, look, Toriello's got an Escalade. He must hang out with Matthew McConaughey. Or he's got, you know, he's got big bucks. <laughs> so what have we bought Well, that we saw on, t- I can think of, of one thing in particular. Okay. Um, th- uh, we've gotten a lot of different things, but the, I think one of the earliest ones that we got was the rotisserie. Um, the Popeil Ronco. The, the, Set it, it and, and forget, forget it. it. Rotisserie chicken thingy, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello, I'm Ron Popeil, yeah, I'm and I'm here for the chicken rotisserie thingy. thingy. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was the master pitch man. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he came absolutely. up with these crazy, remember the spray on hair? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and as a guy who was losing his hair at the time, yeah. it looked pretty interesting yeah. to me. Right. I never bought it, never tried it. But there was that part of me that said, well, gee, maybe that's all I need. Yeah. You know, eventually it got to the, the point that I'm at now that nothing was going to help me. <laughs> well, now you could do a spray-on scalp. <laughs> yeah, spray-on scalp. 
But uh, yeah, but that and, and it did work. By the way, it worked, it worked very well. Um, you know, we were happy with its performance and everything. The downside to it was, first of all, it was very hard to clean after you used it. You had to take it apart because it obviously apart. you can, it's not submersible. The electronic motor that runs it cannot go underwater. So you had to kind of like disassemble pieces of it and get in the nooks and crannies. And the other downside for us was we were in an older home. We didn't have counter space and storage was at a premium. And it just took up a lot of space for not a lot of usage. Like we didn't, we weren't cooking rotisseries all that often. And, uh, we ended up selling it at a garage sale eventually because of, we just weren't using it enough. It's funny. People really don't get that about us, that our previous home was built in 1924, mm-hmm. and it had no counters. It no had no cabinets of any kind. Right. And people would say, well, what do you put your stuff in? It had a pantry. A night- it had a big walk-in pantry and we had all the food on one side and all the utensil stuff on the other side and it worked fine yeah we never really needed the cabinets but when people come into a house they're they're looking for cabinets right and and the thing that i did miss though was counter space like yeah there's nowhere to prep anything to prep anything and you had to bring it over to the table or whatever but we bought a little cart eventually yeah to, to put the the rotisserie on well, our microwave and stuff. We, we, that's right. That's the, right. The rotisserie stayed in the pantry, and like I said, we would roll it out. We'd take it out when we needed it, and it was just too much trouble, and yeah. we didn't use it a lot. But it worked very well. But it, it it did live up to its expectation. And the only other thing that I would fault it on was the whole concept of set it and forget it. It gave you the impression that it could work like a crock pot where you could set it on. Yeah. Leave, leave it, it on all day, don't look at it. Well, maybe not it. leave all day, but, you know, like, go about Leave it on for several hours. And, you know, go about other things, you know, go out, do shopping, come back, and your meal would be ready. And they warn you eight ways to Sunday in all the, the directions, don't leave unattended. Yeah. So it really wasn't set it and forget it, at least not literally. Um, but, you know, it, it performed well, and, it you know, it, it's good if, if you use that a lot, but we didn't. The other thing that we bought food-wise like that was a juicer. Yeah, we used that once, right? No, no, we used it a Did lot in the beginning. But the, again, the, the bad thing with it is there's nothing wrong with the actual product. It did what it was supposed to do. It juiced. It juiced, and you know it, that was healthy and all that. But it takes a hell of a lot of pieces of fruit to get a glass of juice, you know, you, yeah. you know, you would go through like a bag it of does. apples, it does, and you'd get maybe a juice glass of six ounces or something. You know, yeah. like um, it, by the time you were done with the bag of apples, you were ready to say, "Just go to the damn store and buy me a, a, a <laughs> but, jar of apple juice." You know, and uh, you know, we tried making different combinations, and that was fun. But you know, it it took a lot, and it was that was very expensive. You, know, you thought you were going to save money by making your own juice because when you buy the juice in in the store, it's a little pricey. And we're like, oh, well, you know, we'll just buy some grapes and we'll buy some apples and some bananas and, we'll, you know, we'll make our own juice. Yeah, the kind of volume you need didn't make it any cheaper. It, didn't, it made it more expensive, if anything. And, again, it was a mess to clean. You know, and, you know, disclaimer, we did not have a dishwasher in those days. So, therefore, everything was, you know, by hand and it it was it was hard to get it really 
to the point where you felt like it was really sparkling clean. Do you know what I think we bought from seeing it on TV? What's that? And maybe it was an infomercial. Our blender. We have the Ninja. Right. Well, we got that in the store. But we bought it, but we, yeah, but, but we saw we, it on we TV. We heard them talking about all these Ninja products. Yeah. There's the Ninja blenders. There's a Ninja, I don't know, juicers and mixers and all different things with the Ninja name. So uh, when our we went through a couple of cheap blenders. And because uh, we make a lot of things with with smoothies ice, and smoothies stuff, and, and with ice, ice and, and uh, the other ones were burning out, so we finally went for, for a little bit more money and got a ninja, and th- that's been you know what we've yeah, been using. I think, I think it was a little under two hundred dollars that we paid for it. It wasn't wasn't real cheap. No, no, but, but it works. Uh, yeah, it works good. It I, works beautifully. I, I have like yet like to see it get so. hung up. On ice, because mm-hmm. the, the cheaper ones, you, they just don't have the power. Right. And you put in maybe 16 ice cubes, like when, when we make our shakes. Mm-hmm. If I make a double for right. the two of us, I put 16 <coughs> cubes in mm-hmm. there. And a lot of them, you'll put the 16 cubes in and turn it on, and the thing just... Yeah. And yeah, it gets it, stuck, it, and then it, it starts to burn, burn the yeah. motor. And right. This thing has never failed us. Right. Yeah. So that that was a, a good one, and we've got ha- had that for what about five years now, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we give a thumbs up to the uh, the to Ninja, Ninja Blender <laughs> as we saw it on TV. Right. Um, another thing that I had bought years ago that I would give a thumbs down to. They were selling these curlers, and at the time, I guess it was probably the eighties. Spiral perms and spiral curls were in, and this was supposed to give you that look. And it didn't, it, I mean, it, I tried every, and I'm not good with hair, so I mean, I'm not the best one to go by, but I did everything that they were supposed to, and it would, they would fall out, and, and you'd take them out, and maybe you'd get a little bit of a kink in your hair, but it, it certainly did not give you the tight spiral perm that they advertised. So those ones I gave a thumb down to, <laughs> thumbs I, down. I know I bought a lot of things off QVC mm-hmm. and home shopping. And I actually enjoy watching QVC. I like some of the hosts. I liked Sh- Shannon Smith mm-hmm. on Home Show. I love Shannon Smith. She's fun. Okay. I love Shannon Smith. Uh, and I bought, remember I had those air cleaners that I bought? Yeah. Sort of. They were like, they were, they were like a, a yeah. t- tower kind yeah, of a thing. Yeah. And they had a filter in it, and mm-hmm. you would have. And I found that they don't work that well. And on the home shopping, they put the thing in a smoke chamber, and they turn it on, and look at how the smoke disappears. And ooh, ah, isn't this one? Well, yeah, the smoke chamber is like, yeah, you know, like this. Of course, the it, smoke is going to disappear. But when you're talking about a a big living room, let alone your whole house. Mm-hmm. I found it to be pretty ineffective. Yeah. I didn't notice the difference whether it was on I or off. I had two sets. I had a small I set and I had a, a bigger set. And I, th- I think I got rid of them both. Yeah. I think when we moved, we finally got rid of the last I of think them. I still might have one in my studio at work. Mm-hmm. I, I had put it in. And but I, I that, really, that might be the last one that I have. But I really didn't notice the difference with it on or off. No, I didn't it find it the same. Where I did notice the difference was when we had the one that they used to sell at uh, the Sharper Image, mm-hmm. because that one used electrostatic plates. It didn't even have a, a fan. It just had these electrostatic plates in mm-hmm. it. 
and those things would get black with the stuff that clung to them. And when you ran it, you could actually smell the ozone in the air. The, well, you the, could. That didn't, didn't make really, any I difference to it. me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You need a better nose. <laughs> the nose, nose. <laughs> uh, and I really liked that. I thought it was very good. Then it, it burned out one day. It, yeah. just, it just stopped working. But I thought that was good. Yeah. Another thing that we got that we we enjoy, it was just a stupid little thing we saw on QVC. They were selling these plastic outdoor dishes, and it had a, a cup. And like the cup kind of fit into the dish, and the dish had like partitions in it. And it was yeah. made... Bright party colors. Bright party colors. And it was made for outdoors so that, like, say, if you were having a barbecue and you're walking around with these dishes, the cup fit in there. You're probably, you're not going to spill it over so easy. And we've used it out on our, our deck when we have barbecues. And everybody remarks on them. They're, they're People fun. Love them. They're pretty colors. They go right in the dishwasher when we're all done. And yeah. bing, bam, boom. They're, they're terrific. They're good. They're absolutely terrific. And I like the fact that you, you can put the cup in there yeah and then the person can walk with their plate right and they don't have to have the plate in one hand the, the cup, cup right in the other right yeah so that you know that that one really good it was it was a cheapy thing it was just something that kind of caught our eye and we said oh what the heck it's not I, that much we'll get it i think it's a good in between between putting out plates right and putting out paper plates yes. versus, you know, China yeah. or something. Yeah, it's, you're probably it's, not going to put China it, out It's a your, nice in-between. You're not, on a barbecue, you're not going to use China. But it, it's a little bit, it's still sturdier than paper plates. And, uh, you know, this you don't have to keep buying them. These these are reusable, so. Yeah. And they're festive. And they're festive. So uh, thumbs up again on that. Um, some things that I've gotten that I do not approve of where I've, I've tried like a lot of the um, supplements and things like that. Yes. Right now I'm using the Golo, no difference. Yeah. You know, um, I've, I've tried some of the, the... But they'll tell you on any of those supplements, this plus a healthy diet. Yes, but this... This plus a healthy diet right. and exercise. Well, yes and no. The Golo does not say that on their commercials or anything else. If you... They've... It comes with a plan yeah. that you can add that to it, but their ad specifically says, with no change to diet or exercise, you can lose up to 30 pounds in 60 days with these just using these Golo tablets, and nope. Yeah. And I've, I've tried other things similar. There's, there's one like with keto and, uh, you know, some things to be like appetite suppressants and... I've, I've none of them have have done made an ounce of difference and just wasted my money. Um, so those kind of things, no go. Okay, no go on Golo. <laughs> <laughs> um, some other some other things that we did like I've we've I've gotten jewelry items, costume jewelry. Yeah. Um, I've gotten some clothing items uh, off off the air. Um, <coughs> Pardon me. Which are you know. Mostly we're, we're good. Um, you know, the, the clothing I'm a little cautious on because I'm not a standard size. So uh, I haven't tried a lot, but the, the ones that I've gotten have fit as they said they would. You know, they if they say it's true to size or go up a size or go down a size, I've, you know, I've, I've followed their instructions and have been pretty much spot on with those things. You know what I bought on... QVC 
two years ago, mm-hmm. I bought you that uh, Miss Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. And the thing came in, and it's, it's nice, but the sound didn't work. There was some kind of a problem, because it's supposed to have all the sounds on it for, for Pac-Man. And I can't get the sound to work. And when I called QVC, they didn't want to know anything about it. Right. And sometimes they say, but ship it back. or No, that was not an option. They just wanted to fob these things off on people. Right. They said, deal with the manufacturer, not us. We're and, just yeah. the deliverer. Like, yeah. So, and we still have it. And you can play it, but it doesn't have any sound. Right. And it and just we, takes and, up a lot of room. And we don't have anywhere to put it. And yeah. I thought it was sick because I know you love Pac. I know. I know you I know. love you Pac. Meant well. And I saw it on television and I was like, oh my God, Maureen is going to flip for this. She loves Pac. And the thing came in. And I hooked it up, and I'm like, okay, it's ready. Go play pack. Yeah. And there's no sound. Well, the sound I don't miss because I would turn I the sound you, I off you anyway. I don't really like the sound. but um, The sound is half the fun, I think. For you, not for me. The sound is distracting. <laughs> but um, what I uh, – you know, not. I mean, you were so excited, and I, I, I really appreciate that you were thinking of me. But the truth is almost all these games you can get online anymore – that to take up the space and would anybody like to buy <laughs> our Ms. Pack machine? And it's got other games on it too. Okay, if any, if any of you Parkers <laughs> would uh, here in Madison Park, you're within driving distance, walking distance of our house. Uh, shoot me a message on our uh, email at the Sonic Boomers at AOL dot com, and we'll talk for, about for sale. <laughs> we'll talk about selling you the the Pac Man thing cheap. Just to to get it out of the house because we have and it's not big, it's really it's not it's not like when an arcade. Not, pack. No, no, but it's it takes. But up, you need you know. a table about this size. Yeah, it would take up like maybe half the size of this table. Yeah, yeah, but you know, a, a kid or somebody would maybe enjoy it. I yeah. Don't. So if you want if you want us to to hook you up with that, just shoot us an email at uh, the Sonic Boomers at AOL dot com, yeah. and we'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> Um, so I'm trying to think of anything else, uh, you know, and you know, the, the, the testimony to how good these salespeople are, especially on like QVC and, and HSN and those kind of channels for me is sometimes I, I'm, you, we usually have them on like in the dead of the night. It's not something we usually are looking at prime time. It's yeah. like when nothing else is on, we'll throw that and, on. And it's good to, to fall asleep to. Yeah. Because after a while, it just becomes like this drone right. in the background and you fall asleep. But the testimony to their salesmanship, I'll look at, they'll bring on something, especially when they do the jewelry items. And they'll have something. And to me, my first instinct of it is, God, that's awful. Who the heck would wear that? Look at that. It's a stupid turtle pin, you know, or something with, with all these different gemstones in it. And it's like, oh, God, that's awful. And they start talking about it, and they start showing it in different lights, and they bring it out, and they show it, and they have these experts telling you what it's appraised for. And all. And as the talk goes on, I find myself thinking, well, you know, that might go well, with, the, with this maybe, turtleneck yeah. that I have, you know? <laughs> It's like, I, look, I don't buy it. But I find my, my thinking starts to change, which to me harkens back to our original thing about baby boomers. If approached in a certain way, I think you can change minds, and I think you can uh, entice us to buy your product when it's approached in the right way. 
Well, a lot of it comes down to not just the, the age of the audience, but what is the psychographic of the audience, which is what are their habits? Mm-hmm. What do they do? How do they live? What, what do they buy? You know, what motivates them? And it's just that the, the ad, advertising community, by and large, just thinks that, you know, once you're after 50, they only want to sell you prescription drugs and yeah. wee-wee pads and, <laughs> <laughs> and supplements to help your memory. <laughs> yeah. That's all. That's all yeah. they want to sell us. Yeah. Well, well, too bad for them because then they're, they're losing out on a, an audience of people that maybe they would make more money from. That, yeah, that has... More discretionary income than any other demographic. Yes, yes, to all of you snowflakes out there, we baby boomers, we took all the damn money, okay? (laughs) And we didn't leave any for you. Go make your own. (laughs) (laughs) So should we play our trivia? I think it's time for some trivia, yeah. Okay. Whoops, that's not the right one. There we go. There you go. It's been a while since we did a show. All right, you got yours there? I got mine. Okay, we pull our Baby Boomer trivia questions from the Trivial Pursuit Baby Boomers edition. Yes, we do. And, uh, okay, why don't you ask me something? Can I ask you something? You can ask me something. (laughs) Okay. Well, Mr. Uh, Literary Expert, uh, English major, I got something from the... Well, minor. Whatever. I was an unofficial minor in English. God, are you going to be nitpicky? <laughs> I'm going to give you one that I know why, you won't why, get now. Why should I change now? <laughs> now? Now I'll give you one that's really hard. Okay. What 1961 John Steinbeck novel took a quote from the first line of Shakespeare's Richard III for its title? Was that of Mice and Men? Nope. Good guess, though, but no. Yeah. It was The Winter of Our Discontent. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I no, no clue. Good. I, I, just threw, I just threw a guess out on that one. Okay. Okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, which of the honeymooners? <laughs> My favorite show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Maureen hates the honeymooners. Absolutely hates it. Which of the honeymooners had the pet name Little Buttercup? Which of the characters? Which of the characters had the pet name Little Buttercup? Oh, Jackie Gleason? Well, I'll give it to you. Ralph Cramden. Well, that's what I meant. The Ralph yeah. Cramden category. Yeah. The, the, remember... Uh, he, I think he had a fight with Alice, mm-hmm. and he was sending her a recorded message on a record, and he's like, "Come back to, come back to Little Buttercup, <laughs> come back to Little Buttercup." And uh, Norton starts laughing. He goes, "Oh, you used to be a Little Buttercup. Now you're a whole tub of lard." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Ralph Crampton. Okay. All right, so uh, one for you and zero for me. All right. Wow. Hey, listen, we want to hear from you. We hope that you're enjoying the Sonic Boomers podcast. And Maureen and I are always open to your suggestions for future shows. And write to us again. I'm serious. If you're interested in our Pac-Man thing, 
drop us an email at the sonicboomers at aol.com and you know we'll we'll talk or even on facebook messenger you can yeah, do that yeah too. send to us on facebook messenger you can have a carrier pigeon fly over to the house <laughs> we don't care but but make us an offer so until next week or next whenever we do this again because <laughs> we've been kind of erratic on our schedule i'm pete toriello and i'm maureen toriello now go out and make some, some noise, noise.